This is a podcast from the Business Times. As traditional job roles evolve and become obsolete, organizations and individuals must embrace job redesign and reskilling to stay competitive in the modern job market. And no industry's been spared the impact of trends and technology on job roles. For more insights, we're joined today by Mark Lee, Vice President, Business Development APAC at Ranstead. Welcome to Hired, a podcast series by the Business Times in collaboration with WSG. Mark, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me. We're looking at a lot of surveys telling us that employees see growth and career development as important while seeking employment. So are you seeing employers listening to them, adopting strategies to foster that culture of employee development? Well, yes. In general, employers have become a lot more open to the idea of growth. Also, you got to keep in mind, upskilling has become a lot more accessible to the employers ever since COVID. We're looking at a lot more technology advances that gives them platforms that they can use, right, to offer to their employees. This wasn't so much of an option previously because if you remember the days of the classroom, learning and development, the journey was set for you already. But right now, with these technology advances, people or rather job seekers, candidates can choose what they're interested in. And therefore, the employers, by giving them this platform, really encourage the growth. For example, at Ranstead, we actually offer Udemy as a platform to our employees where they can pick up courses that they're interested in. SEO optimization, for example, if someone was interested in that video editing. I do think the only thing to take note of is the companies that have the most access usually are the bigger ones because this comes with budget constraint, you know, so the smaller ones do pick and choose. They try to offer it wherever possible. Would you say then it's not too late if an organization hasn't taken into account that career development, learning, upskilling is what employees want? And would you say recommend to employers as they look to support their staff that they really should look into this because... Yeah. There's a trend towards the skills-based economy, right? Yeah, exactly. No, it's definitely not too late. We're in the middle of this so-called skills evolution or revolution, whatever you call it. There are many options out there that are still available to employers. There is help out there. There is WSG that's offering a whole host of options for individuals. Career conversion programs, you got job counselling out there. Someone could come in and just basically ask questions about a mid-career switch, for example, or even just upskilling or reskilling and what it means for them. So definitely a lot of options still out there. Here's the thing though, I feel as though there's a gap between employees feeling that the onus is on them, employers feeling as though the onus is on them. So it really should be a 50-50 balance, right? Absolutely, yeah. Are there other strategies you see or recommend to employers as they look to support their staff in continuous learning? There is one thing that employees need to be conscious of first before embarking on this journey. You're totally right in saying it's a 50-50 thing. There is no one side that it should fall on, but maybe to shed some light on what we think the employees should be looking at. You have to understand the gap before you look to fill it. If not, you could spend a lot of time, effort, resources doing the wrong thing. We think the first thing the employees have to do is understand what is required in the new economy, in a new market. 
that will be relevant for the employees to learn, relevant skills for them to pick up or to reskill. One thing that they can do is actually to understand thoroughly the job transformation roadmap in their industry. There are quite a few out there, so the employees can look at it, pick up the roles that are relevant to their industry, fully understand them, and recommend these reskilling programs or courses to their employees. Now, it's not just understanding the current job transformation roadmap. It's also staying current in the sense that be aware of any advances that might be made. Before this year, no one realized how much impact AI would have until it hit. When ChatGPT launched, everyone started trying to put in an AI program into their solutions. For the mainstream person like myself, I didn't realize how powerful it was. So really to stay abreast with any advances or changes that might affect the job transformation. What about, say, the perception? We touched a bit on skills-based economy, right? So what about the perception towards degrees now and other such qualifications as there's this trend, right, of skills-based hiring and people seek alternative certification paths? Um, degrees are still important. But keep in mind, for example, myself, you choose a degree when you're what, 18, 19? You don't know better sometimes. I have a degree in accounting. I'm doing nothing relating to accounting right now. So the alternative certification actually offers individuals the chance to remake their careers. I think employers need to be open to these alternative certifications because it does give candidates a platform to remake, to remodel, to educate themselves on a current job type that would be important. I do think as well, the alternative certifications, right? Currently, we see a lot more of them within specific spaces. So for example, data analytics, you're also looking at the risk and compliance roles in financial services. We've seen a lot of alternative certification taken up by candidates and it has traction for the last five, seven years. We've seen successful careers being built off these alternative certifications. Still to come, how can job redesign create opportunities for career advancement within organizations? More with Mark Lee from Ranstead in a moment. And now, back to Hired, a podcast from the Business Times. We're speaking to Mark Lee from Ranstead. He's the Vice President, Business Development APEC. Mark, currently, what do you see companies look for in candidates? We talked a bit about that emphasis on skills, right? And given employees seem big on their growth and development, it would seem employers should do well to convey that, that they want to take into account their growth and development. Yeah, there is a lot of talk or interaction with employees about this growth that they're looking for. But interestingly enough, we see it confined a lot to existing workforce. So the employers do take stock. They want to go out there. They want to learn more about the employee's desire to grow. But they only speak so far to employees that currently work for them. When it comes to talent acquisition, it's not so much in the process yet. So employers should work it in because there's a lot of talk about growth mindset. We only see it being displayed in the startups. For example, they are genuinely interested in candidates that are looking to grow with them. So they really put it as part of their recruitment requirements. I do think that while we're at a funny stage right now where there is a desire to account for growth mindset, but I believe employers are still finding a way to work it into all aspects of their talent space. They're a bit behind the curve, you feel, Mark, because yes. we see a lot of surveys coming out that say the Gen Zs, 
that's really important to them. Yes. The yes. growth and career development, the flexible work arrangements. I mean, they're really interested in how they'll progress in the company, what the company is about, etc. Absolutely. The candidates are right now, ever since coming out of COVID, they're really, really focused on reskilling and upskilling. They want to know that these opportunities will be presented to them if they were to take up a job with a new employer in the corporate. It does take time to implement certain processes, to get approvals, etc. But we could move faster because right now the emphasis, as it's never been before, on reskilling, upskilling. If employers could move quickly and incorporate that, we'll see a meeting of minds. So now what? There's this gap. Speed it up is what you're saying. Are there other things that they could do? Companies, specific strategies, best practices, so to speak. Yeah. Putting it all together, you're looking at one understanding what is required, first of all. Companies are across the spectrum at different stages. You know, some are more advanced than others. So some will be at the gap identification stage where they need to identify what are the gaps between skills that they can help fill with the employees. Others are already past that. They need to speed up the implementation process. There are some companies that are really far along and they really have certain programs in place that might help. They, they actually offer to their candidates. So putting it all together is probably a strategy where you take best practices from case studies that are successful, uh, whether it's in Singapore or around the globe. It's a big picture that companies would do well to follow. But I do caveat that they really need to understand what's within their grasp. You need to balance it out. We've talked a lot about employers' perspective, right? Let's bring it back just to the employee. I mean, what ways can job redesign actually help in terms of, say, creating an opportunity for a person in terms of uh, career advancement? I think one of the big things that job redesign has brought about is an open mind to learning. With all the help that we have around as individuals to upskill ourselves, it's created a culture of allowing people to upskill themselves while on a job. Maybe take it back one or two iterations. People expected you to just focus on completing your job well. That's it. And right now, there actually is an expectation of a candidate to take time away to better themselves, to grow. So being open to that, that has created so much opportunity for growth. Keep in mind that job redesign is actually different from upskilling and reskilling. So we have to look at it from the employer's perspective as well. A lot of the time, job redesign for an employer is born out of necessity because an employer does want to stay top of their game, top of the industry. So what they will be looking at and should be looking at is redesigning, literally redesigning the job for the employee in order to achieve their financial goals, their objectives for the year or the next five-year plan. A really great example of this is data analytics. Take it back maybe 10 years ago. It wasn't as mainstream. Very select groups were using it. However, it is very prevalent in every aspect of a company these days. HR are looking at data, you know, information is king. So jobs that have been redesigned specifically for it, jobs that incorporate data visualization, where these personnel help to make data digestible for your everyday man great example of where employers look at jobs and redesign them to get the maximum traction out of it. And also at the same time with this, they're able to keep employees engaged through reskilling and upskilling. Mark, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Mark Lee is Vice President, Business Development APEC at Ransted. This has been hired by BT Podcasts. And you can find out more about job redesign and business transformation at Workforce Singapore's website. This is a podcast by The Business Times. Find more BT Podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.